Hey everybody, this is Mary Guilfoyle with Acts 29. This is a simple bonus feature from our team uh, where Father John unpacks for us his, uh, his Tuesday homilies we lead into Lent. Enjoy, pray with it, take it to heart. May you have a great Lent. God bless everybody. It is February 25th. It is Fat Tuesday. We're about, we're on the cusp of Ash Wednesday. And we were here at Acts 29, just had daily mass a few moments ago. And um, we were going to record our You Were Born for this podcast, which hopefully some of you are familiar with. Um, but before we, before we do that, we decided, you know what? Uh, what Father John shared at mass today, um, we think would be so beneficial um, for anyone, anyone who can listen, you know, I, I, I was just blessed by it. Mary, I know you were. Yeah, we talked about it afterwards. It was an anointed word for all of us. And so because the Lord spoke so deeply to us, uh, we felt like the Lord was inviting us to share what Father John shared with us in the chapel. So, Yeah, so Father, would you like to tell us the great word you just, um, you just gave at Mass? Well, I don't know if it's a great word or not, but I, I did feel like it was something <laughs> that the Lord inspired in me uh, to reflect on. So, you know, everybody, when you get to the season of Lent, you're thinking about what am I going to do, and so it's usually, you know, boils down to what am I going to give up? How much weight am I going to lose? Yeah, oh, which is no. really what people are thinking. So, um, for myself anyway, I've been praying with uh, with two. I use two books often. One we use all the time for our work here. That's Pat Lancioni's The Advantage, which you know is just kind of a the Bible on organizational health, um, and that became uh, pretty substantive for how I wanted to approach Lent. I'll explain that in a second. And then the other is, uh, is a book that I just started reading uh, a couple of weeks ago called 40 Weeks by um, Dr. Bob Schutz and um, Father William Watson, who's a Jesuit priest. And so I've been going through that every day, and those two books really helped form what, uh, what it was that I shared with you guys, which is what the Lord's been trying to get to uh, have me reflect on as I approach the season of Lent. So for what it's worth, here we go. So Lencioni, in his um, book, The Advantage, he talks about um, you want to get alignment uh, as an organization, right? And so I, much like with God, I felt like that's what God wants me to have is alignment with him mm. in this season of Lent. And so he suggests that you approach that by asking six crucial questions. So why do we exist? Um, how do we behave? What do we do? How will we succeed? What's most important right now? And what must I do? Or who must do what? So we use those questions all the time around here. We teach other people. Mm-hmm. So as I was praying this morning, I felt like the Lord said, well, why don't we just take those six questions and apply them to Lent so that you and I can have alignment, John. So mm-hmm. for what it's worth, here they go. So I tried to uh, adapt all of those. So now they become, why does Lent exist? How do we behave in Lent? What do we do in Lent? How will we succeed in Lent? What is most important this Lent? And what must I do this Lent? So the way I answer these questions were simply these. So why does Lent exist? Uh, The way I'm approaching that this year is um, Lent exists to accelerate the process of becoming a new creation. So that's that's the existence statement, right? Um, Get that wrong, get everything else wrong. How do we behave in Lent? I had two answers. So this is kind of like our core values. That's how Pat would talk about it. Um, How do we behave in Lent as Catholics? Two things. First, don't be a Pharisee which means don't get focused on the externals. The externals are easy, but the externals are meant to be a means to transform the internals. So don't be a Pharisee. Don't, don't worry what the outside looks like. If the inside isn't getting transformed, it's useless. Uh, and second, uh, go the distance. So a lot of people struggle, you know, in Lent. It's like, oh, it's week four, and I, 
I haven't done anything yet. You know, I made all these promises. I haven't done it. Or they feel like I just got to have a Snickers or whatever. Just go strong. Like go the whole distance. You can do this. What do we do in Lent? Um, I think we all do the same thing. The church gives us three disciplines, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. So those are supposed to be the, the things that we focus in on for the purpose of the existence statement, which is so that we can become new creations. So start thinking about, okay, what's your prayer going to look like this Lent? Um, what are you going to fast from? And to whom are you going to give alms? Fourth question, how will we succeed in Lent? So these are those strategic anchors, right? So these are the things that keep us inside the lines. So here's, this is where Schutz and Watson's book has been really helpful for me. So I, I come up with three answers for how are we going to succeed. Uh, first, identify the sins, the dysfunctions, the addictions, and the source of my broken heart. That's the first thing. Second, admit my own powerlessness to be able to change any of that. And third, invite Jesus into my heart and into my life in a more profound way so as to bring healing in all those areas as he exposes them. Fifth, uh, what's most important this Lent? This again comes from the Shoots Watson book. I just love this focus. And Mary, you were talking about this this morning. You felt like the Lord gave you a word as we were reflecting on the, the gospel for this morning, which is all about when Jesus takes a child, puts it in his midst and says, you know, whoever receives a child such mm -hmm. as this receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. So my focus this Lent, what's most important, is um, to restore lost innocence. So we, I was with Father Joe Krupp, priest from the Diocese of Lansing, not too long ago. Uh, we were on a marriage cruise. He said his wife didn't like it, by the way. <laughs> He's a <laughs> and, riot. Uh, <laughs> so we were just having like, this throwaway conversation, and at one point he just says something like, yeah, I've been talking to St. Anthony a lot about... Um, chastity and I went Anthony and chastity and he goes yeah you know just like find what's lost and so you know I've shared boatloads of different times and places about you know my own struggle of um, get, being abused when I was a kid and uh, that's just been a huge like he didn't I don't know what he meant by that line at the time I don't think he meant it to be as significant as it was but I just can't can't stop asking Anthony to pray for something that got lost when I was a little child. And, um, but, but Schutz doesn't mean it just sexually or whatnot. He, he, he's talking about just to recover the original innocence that we all had, which um, was wounded, usually when we were children, and then we spent most of our lives covering it up with you know, our narcissism and our selfishness mm -hmm. and our sins and our addictions, and we've created these false narratives <laughs> of ourselves. So I want to restore, I want God, rather, to restore my lost innocence. And then finally, what must I do this Lent? For me, I think this is a, a very personal answer for all of us. For me, I know it's, um, I gotta spend more deliberate time at night praying. So I usually do my holy hour in the morning and I pray at night before I go to bed, but I gotta spend more time. And so Lent's gonna be a, a time for me just to spend an extra 15 minutes. So for what it's worth, there's a, a little bonus feature for those of you out there who don't know what to do during Lent. Um, I pray that this might be helpful for you too. Uh, so that we can keep in mind the goal, which is um, recreation. Because remember, Easter, which is what we're leaning towards, Easter is the beginning of the recreation of the universe. That's what the resurrection is all about. It's not God showing off going, look what I could do in your life if I wanted to, but I don't. <laughs> right? It's all about recreating the universe. And right now, you and I are supposed to be agents and instruments in God's hands to bring about that recreation. That'll happen 
more fully to the degree that I'm recreated. So happy Lent. Uh, thank you for sharing that, Father John. That was really helpful. Um, we had a conversation last week when I was asking you about Lent myself um, as we were coming back from Wisconsin. And uh, I just said, you know, how, help, me, help me understand, like, where, like, what's a good question almost to kind of help me focus in on Lent, you know? Like, what should I ask the Lord or how should I be thinking about this? And you said something to the effect of, um, you know, well, where, where are you um, kind of hitting a wall spiritually or something like that? Can you, can you speak to that for a moment? Yeah, what's the, what's the one thing that's keeping you from being the man you want to be? Hmm. Usually that's the, I mean, forget all the other stuff, you know, forget all the, all the not eating or whatever. The point is what's the biggest obstacle in my life to holiness or to being recreated and focus in on that <clears throat> and skip the other stuff, you know, otherwise yeah. it just becomes a self-control game. And that's, and, and then it's just more me focused. And the problem is just that me. Well, we think we do it. Like we put so much pressure on ourselves rather than like letting the Lord do in us what it is he wants us to do. And as I'm hearing you both talk, I'm thinking about, you know, the line from St. Catherine of Siena. She says, be who you are and you will set the world on fire. It's that first part that you want to get at. Who are we? And somewhere amidst, you know, the journey of from childhood to youth, we lose a sense of who we are because we never addressed what the core wound was. Uh, I was uh, just asking Nick to pass a a note to me that I had captured on Sunday. I'd reached out to my brother and my sister, and for whatever reason, I was praying, and I had this fun, playful remembrance of what we used to do as kids, and I sent it to both of them. And my brother uh, sent a a note back to me, and he said, oh, the days of innocence. Amen. That's the whole point. And so so that's the memory. So, So it was we were playing as kids. We had a lot of laughs, and it just made me laugh just thinking about this memory. And I thought, that memory is just not for me. I'm going to reach out to my brother and my sister and just see what their response was. And it's exactly, it's exactly that. And we can't go back to our youth, but we can recapture how it is God created us, like in that moment, in that time, trusting, faithful, feeling safe, um, all of that, you yeah, know, his and, original intent for the human person. And maybe even more pointedly, God can recreate me, right? Because yeah. that's the whole principle of the Catholic Christian life, right. is that I can be remade. I can't remake myself. But he can. But he can remake me. And that's what Easter's about. And that's what the Spirit's given to us for, yeah. is to recreate me and then to lead others into that same recreation so that we can become the men and the women that God made us to be. Here and now. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Father John and Mary. And, Thanks, um, guys. You know, that, that, uh, that last question there, what's the one thing keeping me as a man or woman from being great? Um, that question is super helpful for answering that sixth question. What must I do this Lent? So thanks. I hope you enjoyed the bonus content. God bless.